This week's film review is for the film Incredible Creatures That Defy Evolution, produced and directed by Steve Grison and presented by David Hames. The Incredible Creatures That Defy Evolution series enters the fascinating world of animals to reveal sophisticated and complex designs that shake the traditional foundations of evolutionary theory. This series features Dr. Job Martin, who for the past 20 years has been exploring evolution versus creation. His findings have been fascinating students around the world as he lectures on these remarkable animal designs that cannot be explained by traditional evolution. Dr. Martin himself was a traditional evolutionist, but his medical and scientific training would go through an evolution, rather a revolution, when he began to study animals that challenged the scientific assumptions of his education. This was the beginning of the evolution of a creationist. Have you ever wondered, are there really creatures that produce fire to defend themselves? How certain birds can navigate over thousands of miles of ocean and never get lost? How fireflies and glowworms can create pure light that generates no heat? How great whales can dive to the bottom of the ocean without the pressure causing them to implode? How some creatures can be cut in half and still regenerate themselves, even grow a new head? What incredible flying insect became the inspiration for the design of the helicopter? The film begins with Dr. Martin explaining evolution theory and how he was dedicated to that theory until some students asked him to do two things. The first thing was to investigate the concept of creation and the assumptions of evolution. The second thing was to study animals to see if they could evolve. As an evolutionist, Dr. Martin struggled with what he found out. There was no way the animals he studied could have evolved. In this fascinating film, Dr. Martin shows us creatures that have amazing functions. We see the exploding beetle and how lacking even one of its functions would have resulted in its extinction. We are shown how the giraffe is able to pump blood around its huge body without damaging its brain. We learn about the industrial strength of the woodpecker's beak and how it is able to peck a tree all day at an incredible rate without damaging its brain. We are shown how the Australian incubator bird, also known as the mound builder, takes care of its young in an incredible way. We see how chicks develop in a time-crucial process that involves a six-hour window of survival. The beaver's supreme building skills are showcased. Building skills that are studied by engineers because of its flawless technique. We are taken into the world of the platypus to see how it finds its food. Simply amazing and impossible to explain without a divine creator in the picture. We witness the gecko lizard, its suction cups that have to be magnified 35,000 times in order to be seen. And we are also shown the black and yellow garden spider, also known as the zipper spider, that has seven different kinds of webbing. 
to catch its prey. Throughout the film, we hear accounts of how timing is crucial in nature and how some of the mechanisms these animals have would have made them extinct if these mechanisms were not all acquired at the same time. Our creator has embedded his signature in his creation, a signature that cannot be replicated. Dr. Martin refers to Jesus' role in the creation of the heavens and earth He references Colossians 1, Hebrews 1, John 1, and John 2. John 2 has the account of Jesus turning water into wine. Wine, which is a long process for us, was done in the blink of an eye by Jesus Christ. Colossians 1, 15-20 says, He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created, that are in heaven, and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell, and by him to reconcile all things to himself, by him whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. Hebrews 1, 1-2 says, God who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the worlds. John 1, 1-3 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. John 2, 1-11 says, On the third day there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Now both Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding, and when they ran out of wine, The mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. Jesus said to her, Woman, what does your concern have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Whatever he says to you, do it. Now there were set there six water pots of stone, according to the manner of purification of the Jews, containing twenty or thirty gallons apiece. Jesus said to them, Fill the water pots with water, and they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, Draw some out now, and take it to the master of the feast. And they took it. When the master of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine, and did not know where it came from, but the servants who had drawn the water knew, the master of the feast called the bridegroom, and he said to him, 
every man at the beginning sets out the good wine, and when the guests have well drunk, then the inferior. You have kept the good wine until now. This beginning of signs Jesus did in Cana of Galilee, and manifested his glory, and his disciples believed in him. So we have all of these references of how Jesus was more than capable enough to do miracles in creation. Dr. Martin goes on to show the amazing, intricate design of the human eardrum and the eye, which no scientist can replicate in the form of a camera lens. Dr. Martin testifies that God wants to have a relationship with us, his creation, through his son, Jesus Christ, who was the creator of all things. This film is packed with fascinating facts about animals that puts the destructive theory of evolution in the correct light, avoiding the truth to deny the existence of God. Dr. Martin refers to Romans 1, 18-19, and this says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. Because what may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it to them. Dr. Martin spoke of evidence willfully being left out of textbooks, because the evidence could not be explained without considering a creator. He also said that he thinks God created things so that we could study them carefully and give him the glory as we marvel at his works. This film glorifies God through nature, using the word of God as its foundation, and raises the point of how even Christians have become led astray, thinking they can combine evolution and the creation account. We hear things like, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Even from Christians, when the word of God clearly states that God created all things through the being who would come into this world as Jesus Christ. Things were created whole. The film made me reflect on my relationship to God's creation and how this broken world has given me a distorted vision of some creatures. I look forward to the new earth when creatures will be exactly as God intended. I watched the film via www.christiancinema.com I thank you for listening to this review. Until next time, peace be with you.